magandang buhay sa iyo lahat. You're tuned in to Pinoy Straliano. What's up guys? Apologies for the lengthy wait for a new episode of the show. A lot of things have been happening. Uh, good and bad, you know, but you know, things are up on the rise. And uh, yeah, you know, here I am. I'm back. So stay tuned. We talk about all sorts of different things related to being Pinoy Straliano. Hello, my friend. Thank you for calling in. Uh, I believe uh, a month ago, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot to reply to your uh, message. And yes, I'm here on Anchor, but I'm still uh, trying to uh, uh, fix my uh, setup. So still, I'm still not able to uh, create contents here. But uh, let's see, maybe uh, next month or so. Um, keep doing what you do, my friend. Thank you, and uh, it's nice to meet you here. And your contents are nice. Magaling, magaling, magaling. <laughs> Pinoy is Australia. I like it. Good job, my friend. And uh, what else? If you come to the Philippines, just let me know, right? <laughs> okay, hope to see you, uh, see if more, more of your uh, contents here. Alright, see ya. Who got radio guy? Maraming salamat, bro. Thank you so much for the fine compliments. We'll definitely, definitely hit you up if I get my ass to Manila <laughs> you take me to the cool spots all the sh- good street food places whatever you're into yeah man definitely I'll definitely hit you up and same uh, uh, the invite extends up to you too uh, if you're ever in Melbourne Victoria Australia be sure to contact me yeah you know we keep uh, the uh, anchor love wide open <laughs> um, want to make a shout out too to uh, Hassel Cannabis for uh, his uh, legal endeavors in the marijuana industry in uh, I think it's in Portland Oregon um, yeah man or is it Oregon is it Oregon I'm not sure I'm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know my, my geography in America in the States but yeah man um, sounds like you're doing some good things out there friend so uh, yeah looking forward to more content from both of you guys um, keep keep up the good work I guess we'll uh, we'll start this this segment about um, some videos I was watching of uh, President Duterte now out here in the West um, a lot of the passengers I have when I'm driving always if it comes up they would always ask me about Duterte and you know how he's violating human rights and you know how he's doing all these things now before I did any of my own research um, and the only research I can really do at the moment and the time that I have is is just uh, his news reports news interviews you know uh, on YouTube you know and there's this whole thing too happening with his uh, his his uh, his kids who are the mayor and vice mayor of uh, Dabao you know and uh, this whole Trillianis affair who's this uh, uh, 
I don't even know what his official title is, but he's a he's a fully um, he's almost like auditing and uh, investigating, instigating, you know, uh, investigations on whether or not his kids are uh, involved in the triad mafia or something like that. But anyway, um, for some reason, maybe it's it's a cultural thing. You know, so for you Filipino Australians out there, I don't know if you feel the same way about me, or if you, this is actually a common Filipino understanding. But the the actions that Duterte is taking sound reasonable. They sound logical. They sound rational for the situation in the Philippines. You know, he has this vision to clean up the streets, to make it livable, that people from all around the world can go there uh, and feel safe. So even though he may not be doing the killing himself, he's doing the ordering. And you know, it's in the cops' hands. And these are policemen that are in the uh, academy for four years. You know, and so they've studied, you know, how to uh, be. Uh, you know, uh, a holder of the peace, or keeper of the peace. Yet there's all these innocent people dying. Now, we actually have a student out in Bakalaran whose father was shot in front of him. So technically, I should actually not be supportive of the Duterte administration. Now, unfortunately, I don't know this student that personally, but it's pretty fucked up that we know someone that close that was affected by this administration. But if the, the police had good cause, and we're not going to get into the details, like it's something I will face when I go to the, back to Bakalaran and talk to him about what happened. But it's like, yo, you know, like, I really don't know how to, to, to express myself right now, but it's, it's almost like, in, in the general sense of the thing, I don't condone violence or killing for that matter, but it seems to be like the only thing to deal with the four or six million drug ice addicts in the Philippines. So here we are talking about President Duterte. And mind you, um, I think a lot of people out there don't realize because of his youthful looks or the youthful looks of, of Filipinos in general, this man is 70 plus years old, I think. Don't quote me on that one, but that's what that's what Mum said. You know, this guy is like in his seventies, you know. But his hair's dyed, so it makes him appear younger. But now I understand why the dude fucking swears all the time, <laughs> and just this is dude straight up. He's like old school of the old school man. This dude is like not even OG. He's like quadruple OG man. <laughs> he's quadruple OG. This guy. He's been in the game for a long time. Plus, he's a lawyer. The man's intelligent, you know. Combined with Filipino, you know, hot-bloodedness, genetics, you know. This dude is no frills, man. He's straight up, you know. And you know, he said in an interview that he was he was just happy to just be the the mayor of Davao and hold down the fort for Davao for the rest of his life. But destiny changed, according to him. 
and he ended up becoming the president of the Philippines. Now I've got a friend who's, you know, used to be quite an activist in um, Australian politics. And he was very aware of, um, you know, international politics, you know, and we're talking about more things like geo, geopolitics and, you know, uh, the issues of corporations and uh, capitalism and things like this. And what's very interesting to hear when you listen to uh, President Duterte's talks when he criticizes and slams America for criticizing him for his human rights violations, you realize this man actually knows quite a lot that some of us out here in the West only hear about through um, some pretty hardcore uh, forms of media like books, you know, like journalism that tackle, try to tackle the really, really deep issues of these, of what's really going on behind the scenes, or through, you know, conspiracy theory um, videos and podcasts and audio. Duterte knows quite a lot about geopolitics because it's his job to know about where the Philippines stands in the international realm. He understands that, you know, like many other countries, Philippines was somewhat at gunpoint to the Americans. You know, that we, because we were a colony of America for 50 years, our allegiances were pledged towards the United States. Mind you, here's a, a, a little known fact. If there's 57 stars or 54 stars, or however many, I'm not American, so I don't know, but those stars in the American flag, the stars and stripes, the very final star is Hawaii. Now, if it wasn't Hawaii, it would have been the Philippines, or it could have been Philippines and Hawaii, but Philippines are such a strong-willed and strong-minded nation of people. The general consensus was we wanted our own independence, but in modern-day politics, you know, we're still pretty much one of the lapdogs of the Americans. American government, let's say, you know. There's so many be beautiful, wonderful American people that I've met, you know. And some of them are my really good friends. But, you know, in a political sense, we were under the thumb of the Americans. And when you hear Duterte and you question that he's killing all these innocent people and all these drug dealers. Mind you, he's also trying to do something about the corruption in the Philippines. So he's attacking in all angles, which I can commend him for, I think. Not only is he doing that, but he's also attacking higher levels in other countries. He's pledging his own allegiances and building friendships and growing relationships with countries that were always forbidden for us to make relations with, for example, China, Russia, you know, because of the threat that the Americans will not sell arms to Duterte. Now that's a whole nother issue in itself and a questionable one because it's like, why are you storing arms in the Philippines? Now guys, uh, yeah, the tone of this uh, current <laughs> podcast is quite serious. Um, I'll have you know that I'm not really a follower of politics. I don't really like to focus on on these these things that are sort of like 
somewhat surface level issues you know um, but it's always good to have yourself informed on as many different angles as possible about anything you study or anything you're into so I would just you know until my friend had questioned me about how fucked up Duterte was and then I wasn't able to actually communicate with him that I was actually in support of Duterte and why I went out and did my own research you know and of course there's a lot more research to do and you know there's a lot more time to wait to see how he goes because who knows he could become a dictator just like Marcos and the whole Marcos regime you know or any of the other Latin American countries for that matter that were involved with the United States yeah sometimes power can get to a man's head mind you he is 70 so he's quite old and he's got strong-minded kids and he seems pretty straight and he seems quite just unfortunately the method of justice that he's providing is quite controversial because people are actually dying but there's that whole thing about you know spilling blood and, and eye for an eye and, and you know if you know things about Filipino culture and Filipino heritage and beliefs and the psychology you know there's there's quite a lot of dark shit in our stuff we're not all just jovial you know karaoke singing dancing indios you know indigenous people no we we fucking there's a, a massive amount of bloodshed in our history you know um, so it's almost quite normal for this kind of tough love to be occurring mind you think about it like this there may be innocents that have died yes and you know may they rest in peace because their deaths were unjust but then you know well the other people that died because they were bad people okay and good and bad it's a hard thing to judge who's good and bad because everybody has a good and bad side it's my philosophy right you just need to watch the wire <laughs> watch the wire on hbo if uh, you want to understand the human condition but it is that it is the human condition those are the deeper 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 issues that i would like to focus on and try to understand and studying things like this helps me draw conclusions in terms of how it relates to the human condition but what i'm trying to say is imagine you you live within the vicinity of like thousands if not tens of thousands of ice addicts they may have been good people to begin with but now they're far gone far down the rabbit hole of smoking shards you know shabu 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 you know like hard drugs that fuck their minds up you know don't you know that it actually turns people into evil yeah that now you have toddlers we're not even talking we even have babies sorry we're not even talking about kids or teenagers we're talking about toddlers being raped yeah raped and slain and then thrown away in an alley yeah we have kids walking back from school you know just with their friends you know an hour ago and then found dead you know raped to death it's fucking vile that shit is disgusting yeah that's the youth right that's the future of the Philippines and it's also the argument that Duterte says is like don't fuck with the youth don't kill my youth or I will kill you that's a pretty fucking tough statement 
you know he's a man who's thinking about the future of the Philippines you know what I'm saying and the actions that he's taking are perhaps influenced by colonial influences of the past you know we still speak English in the Philippines our constitution is in English it's fucked up should be in in Tagalog or should be in Visaya or should be in whatever dialect is you know what is it yeah but also he's perhaps taking steps out of colonial way of thinking and trying to deal as a sovereign independent leader of a nation So yeah, originally I, I had I really had no idea what I was going to talk about today and I just felt the the urgency um to just start talking and recording and I we ended up talking about politics in the Philippines. Um but of course, you know, we need to keep the focus that this is a show about being Filipino Australian and so, you know, it's a recurring theme if you're a regular listener of this show about what it means to be Filipino Australian so what is Australia and what is Philippines they are they are two colonies of two European countries or more you know so Australia was a colony of uh, Britannia you know of England and you know like if you don't know the history of Australia they uh, they sent convicts from England to Australia so uh, essentially Australia was started out as a penal colony and then now it's you know a first world country and you know it's a very 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 fortunate very 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 fortunate sorry i'm still waking up i was out real late <laughs> australia is is a very rich country and it enjoys a strong economy so that's why a lot of people want to live here from all around the world it's a safe place you know Philippines on the other hand was colonized by Spain for about what was it 300 years 500 years you know under Spanish colonial rule we lost a lot of our original heritage and cultural practices you know uh, we're under uh, you know Catholicism for a very long time then switched hands to the British for like a day, I think it was, and then the uh, Americans for 50 years. Now the past is the past, you know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not here to say these things to incite hate, because that seems to be a very, very, very common reaction for the youth today. Like, oh let's do a protest and just talk about how fucked up things are and how we deserve our rights right now you know it's like whoa, 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 whoa. slow down your horses buddy because the indigenous people of all colonized countries have not yet received their due respect and recognition and they still live under bad human rights you know 
and you can really break down that whole argument with anyone and everyone from the foods you eat oh yeah yeah i love quinoa i love quinoa yeah well because you love quinoa the people who make quinoa in their own country can't afford to buy quinoa now to eat you know oh that fresh clothes that you buy that are only like ten dollars per you know per jean per article you know those jeans are made by people in india that work in in slave like conditions maybe to the point of death so these arguments are, are ridiculous we need to really get back to like the heart values of the heart and the conditioning and you know the benevolence and the mindfulness and the awareness and the compassion for our fellow human beings as well as ourselves you know in this whole thing with colonialism and the internet and corporations they all might not, they might not seem related but they're all related you know as the, the grip of these very strong nations starts to weaken and as people start to realize oh man I don't really need to put most of my life on social media and all that I just need to use it as a tool for communication and perhaps sharing things here and there and not be so emotionally invested we're slowly 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 returning to some kind of real-world situation environmental issues the thing is most people are so used to having everything nice and fruity and cute and and beautiful when really the reality is the balance of two sides good bad you know dark light there's this duality and then how do we transcend that duality A bit of anthony philosophy for you there <laughs> So guys, it's only a short episode of Pino Estraliano this time. Um, we'll definitely get uh, our guests, uh, Anthony Lewis and uh, Lopez Lawang back on the show. I'm sure you miss their voices. We're going to try and bring back, um, we're gonna try and bring back uh, the, the, the readings from the Soul Book and, uh, you know, the... Uh, the uh, learning and understanding of uh, Philippine pagan religion, you know, this helps us explore what our ancestors uh, believed in, perhaps what caused them to behave the way they did back in the day. It's always, always good to go back and study your history, most especially your ancestral history or your genealogy. Genealogy peoples. Yeah. Um, if you like or dislike anything you've heard today, please feel free to call in. I love it. I really, really, really love it when someone calls in and I can have an interaction with other listeners. That makes this that much more a good social media experience. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to creating more content for you guys and uh, yeah continue to explore what it means to be a Pino Australiano now guys if uh, you're into sort of film and, and dance and uh, in, in you are and you are in the creative realm as an artist of some sort 
Um, please check out uh, this other podcast that I'm on with uh, my brother Kiefer, who is an up-and-coming uh, writer, director, filmmaker in in um, in Melbourne, Australia, same city as mine. Uh, check out anchor.fm forward slash Kanda, K A N D A Kanda. Right? It's a uh, play on the word candor or Kanda, right? Which means to to have a conversation, to speak. But it's also uh, K and A, which is Kifa and Anthony. So be sure to check that out. Call into that. Share that with your friends because, yeah, uh, we basically expand on this through word of mouth. So if you have that time right after this podcast to share any of these episodes, the ones that you like, of course, don't share it for the sake of sharing. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You know, it's like a it's like a five star rating in Uber. You know, you, know, you, you get what you get. <laughs> Let it be what it be. But I will give you the reminder as that helps encourage growth. Um, I'm not in it for the fame or the popularity. I've already had that time in a different field. Um, but yeah, some people actually don't really think about sharing things, you know, which is fair enough, you know. So I'm reminding you to fucking share my shit now. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good day. Have a good evening. Wherever you are in the world, stay handsome. Stay beautiful. Peace out.